A house of my own. Not a flat, not an apartment in the back. Not a man's house, not a daddy's. A house all my own. With my porch and my pillow, my pretty purple petunias, my book and my stories. My two shoes waiting beside the bed. Nobody to shake a stick at. Nobody's garage to pick up after. Only a house as quiet as snow. A space for myself to go. Clean as paper before the poem. Oh, I love that quote. I just found it on Pinterest and I figured it was very fitting to start this podcast with that poem. Here we go. Hey guys, it's Olivia. I'm currently sipping on a cup of coffee. The last cup of coffee I'm going to have in my childhood bedroom because today we close on a house and I'm moving out. I would be lying if I said I wasn't a little bit sad about it. It feels kind of like a part of my identity is gone because I have to start over. I am so incredibly excited to have a place of my own and a house of our own and all of that. But I'm definitely a little bit sad. I'm like looking around my room right now and I know it's going to be the last time I look at my room the way it is. I did wait until like the night before to pack, but that's also because I didn't realize I was going to be moving all of my stuff in the day that we closed. So things are a little crazy and hectic over here, but it'll all get done and I'm not really worried about it at all, actually. I know I'll throw it in a box and I will be just fine, but it's so strange to look around my room at the way it is right now and know that it won't be my room anymore. I may be the only person in the room or in the podcast or in the world that thinks it's a little sad. I am totally at the age that I need to be booting it, but I do think it's still really sad that I am not going to be here much longer. And I think it's also because my sisters and I are so incredibly close and we have four dogs. And I love them with every single part of my being. I cannot imagine not going to bed with one of them or not waking up with one of them in the morning, hanging out with them. It just sounds like a totally different world to me. So I'm definitely going to have to take them to my house every other day of the week and have them stay with me because I don't even know how that's going to go. That seems really daunting, actually. I think it's just the lack of company. And I know I will have so much company, but it also just feels like I've been living in a family frat house for like (laughs) so many years because I have such a big family and we always have friends and stuff over like all the time. It feels like a bunch of people we love get to live with us and I love that. It's very comforting in a weird way. I do think it'll be nice to have my own space, but it's kind of comforting to have all the people I love around me all the time. So at the very same time that I say that, I want to preface that by saying it's going to be a little bit lonely at the very same time. I am about to hop in the shower to take a shower and get ready to go close on this house And it's so bittersweet. I don't even know exactly how to say what I'm feeling. I just feel like I wanted to capture these final moments in my childhood home 
before I fully move out. Like me, Olivia, as Olivia here, because I know Olivia there will be a totally different Olivia, if that makes any sense. I feel like when you move out, when you have a space of your own, a house of your own, whatever, you are challenged differently and you also look at life a little bit differently. And I think that'll be a very good thing for me, but I also think it'll be a very different thing for me. So I wanted to capture these final moments in my bedroom as normal as it can possibly be. All my closets are completely stripped. All my clothes, my items, everything's gone except for the desk I'm at, my bed, my dresser, some night tables, and that's about it. I really did procrastinate to the very last minute to packing my room. I thought for some reason I would take a few days to move and then decided last minute I was going to just do it all in one go so that it wouldn't be as stressful. And it is equally as stressful. Like, let me just tell you, it is as stressful because it's more at one time. Um, I think less over a few days could definitely still be stressful, but less impactful than everything at one time. So it'll be a totally different thing because I'm going to have to set up the entire house as well as like try to unpack everything. That may literally take a while. I don't really know how quickly I'm going to be able to do that. It's kind of like when I stare at a laundry basket in my room and I'm like, I'm going to get to you by Thursday. And then it's Thursday and I'm like, maybe Friday. (laughs) But really, in a real note, I really would like to have all this stuff unpacked and kind of feel at home there as much as possible. That's something I'm also a little nervous about is feeling at home in a new structure because I know family and everything will make it feel like home, but I'm a little nervous about feeling at home in a place that I haven't called home ever in my life for the very first time. And I wonder how everyone else has felt about this. I know a lot of my friends were like, I was so ready to move out. But at the very same time, I had some people too tell me it was a difficult thing for them because their family was so close. My family is literally so incredibly close that I feel like that's what makes it even more difficult is we're so used to each other, being around each other, playing games with each other if we want to, eating dinner together, the whole nine yards. We're just that close. Like everything we do, we kind of do together. We all have mutual friends. We all hang out. It's kind of a nice thing to be like, I can go down from my bedroom and I know there's going to be people down there to hang out with. (laughs) Now it's going to be I'm going to go down from my bedroom and I might have Rogue and that's wonderful and I'll have Tucker, but I won't have all my little babies, not all of them. And that will be a little bit sad and I won't have my mom sipping a cup of coffee on the couch or at night I won't have my dad passing out way too early when he's supposed to be watching a movie with everyone, but he's asleep. (laughs) So those things I won't see anymore, but I will see obviously when I come over, but it's just a different thing. Like coming over is going to be so different than actually experiencing it there and living there. I wonder how it's going to feel. And this is present me talking to future me, I guess. I wonder how it's going to feel to come home and it not be home anymore. I think it'll be like an identity thing, like kind of weird. Like this is where I always felt like my house was, my home was, my heart was, and it'll always be my home, but it literally will not be my home. So that's going to be a different conversation, I guess, like a different feeling. But today I have to do all the packing. We got a lot of stuff done last night, tons of stuff just sitting by the door waiting for 
our trailer to come. We can load everything up and get everything there. I am so pumped to actually see everything in the house. We got our couch, our dining room table we're waiting on to come in, but we got brand new rugs. We got all of this stuff. So it's been a really, really fun process actually just designing the interior of the home. This is probably going to be an ongoing thing for me. Like I'm going to make it perfect, but all the huge pieces that we bought are going to be stunning and are really going to help bring the house together and make it feel really, really cozy. So that's something I'm super pumped about. Just all the things we got to make this home to make this house a home, I should say. <laughs> but I'm also super like more than anything, weirdly enough, you guys are probably like, what the heck when I say this? But I'm so excited about our yard. We have such a nice backyard and it's fully fenced in and there's a huge patio. And I just imagine myself out there drinking coffee while my dogs run around. We're sitting on our front porch I just, oh, I'm so excited about it. That's like one thing. I'm such an outdoorsy person that for me, that that was a huge thing. Those are two things I really, really wanted. And they're two things that we're going to have. And that's going to feel really, really cozy for me because it gives me just like an outdoorsy space to enjoy my dogs. They are the world to me. Literally, if you know me, you know that that's the end of my world. If the dog's world ends, so does mine. That's like, I wish I live my life. I'll also have a complete office space to myself. We have multiple bedrooms in the home, so we're going to be able to serve guests and we're going to be able to have our own space, an office, literally everything I could want in a house. So it's going to be very, very perfect and we're in a really fun area. I think it'll be a really cool area to walk around and we can head up the downtown area. I'm just I'm super excited for this journey of my life, but at the very same time, I wanted to capture the last moments of Olivia living at home and Olivia being this Olivia because I know this is a whole new season of my life, and this year has been so crazy. I feel like I have grown so much in this year alone, 2020. I'm sure there will be hundreds of thousands of books about this year and the impact it has left on many different lives for so many different reasons, which is even crazier. But I do feel like the change I have experienced in this world this year has just been so different than my whole life. Obviously, there's a ton of different things I've experienced, but this year alone has definitely been very impactful in so many different ways. So I just pray it's an uphill from here. Oh, Bailey wants my attention. I can hear him barking. I'm going to have to let him in. Hold on, guys. Oh, come here. And that right there is something I'm going to miss. <laughs> come here, baby. Oh, man. He alone has been through a lot this year. He is around 15 weeks old, and he has had... Um, I want to say three or four different surgeries now. I'm kind of starting to lose count, which is horribly sad. And he had parvo. He's doing great right now, but that's a big stressor for me because I always take him to the vet, wait on him, everything I can. So when he knocks at my door, my bedroom door, I'm always like, yes, please come in. I love hanging out with you. You're my best friend. <laughs> I really feel like that about my dogs, but I don't know. It's just going to be different, but it's going to be good. I know it's going to be good. 
Well, I'm going to go take a shower. I may catch up with you guys after the shower. And if I don't, you will hear from me when I get to my new house and kind of what that's looking like. I'll talk to you guys soon. Hey guys, what's up? It's Olivia and I am back about a week and a half later. So present me has now entered the chat. Present me that now has moved into her home. We've still got a lot of work to do, but this bad boy is doing really well. Actually, we pretty much moved literally everything we need into this home and everything's set up and very operable. We've had quite a bit of people over. We've celebrated my sister's graduation party and all of that fun stuff. We have Christmas Eve coming up. I have a lot of paint I'd like to put in this home, but the whole house was actually completely renovated this year. So the home is originally a 1914 built home. And I believe it was foreclosed or something crazy this last winter. So literally they took six to eight months, completely redid absolutely everything in the home. So it is completely stunning and absolutely gorgeous. So now it just needs my touch. So certain rooms I'm going to kind of spice up the space a little bit, give it a little bit of separation, a little bit of color, a little bit of life. So that's something that we're looking forward to here soon. But all the pieces are coming together really nicely. A lot of the pieces that we got look fantastic and really suit the home very, very, very well. I truly love it here. I know I was extremely nervous about moving and what that would look like for me. But to be completely and totally honest with you guys, I love it. I love it here. I love the house. I love the street that we live on. I love the city we live in. I love everything about it. Like I truly feel so at home and I was super duper worried I wouldn't feel at home at all. That was like my number one concern, but everything has been fantastic. I'm currently sitting on our huge sectional. I swear like 10 people can fit on this thing and it's phenomenal. I really didn't even realize how big the couch was going to be when I was at the warehouse picking it out because you know, when you're at a warehouse full of furniture, you don't even realize how big things are because the warehouses are always so, so, so incredibly big. So you can't really get a gauge for like the room that you're putting it in. So we pop it in this house, which, oh my gosh, I thought we were going to have a midlife crisis with this, but technically the room with the fireplace was going to be the living room. We were like completely sold on this the entire time we were ready to move. Like Literally, we never even thought about it being a different room. The dining room was going to be in this room. The living room was going to be in that room. The foyer was going to be this room, all this stuff. So we had all these things planned out. And our hopes and dreams were shattered when we realized this couch was way too big. And in historical homes, which I freaking love. I wanted a historical home so bad, and I'm so glad we have one. But in historical homes, the walls are always very different, very shapely. That's kind of how they get that architectural design is the walls are always very different. We have tons of windows, tons of bends around the home, which makes the home absolutely gorgeous. But what happened is on the fireplace and where the fireplace is located, there's a slant in the wall. So it kind of like rounds out to the entire room. So if you're looking at it, it's not just stuck in a corner or against a wall. It's literally almost in a rounded corner sticking out to the entire living room or the entire now dining room. So we thought how cozy we'll put our TV up there. The fireplace is stunning and we'll have a really cozy couch 
right in that room. Well, come to find out that little curve that creates the fireplace in that wall that we measured and we made sure would fit, uh, we did it based upon online like dimensions. So we probably should have been in person and realized it was a little slanted there. That little few feet that the fireplace stuck up on that wall totally wiped us out for that couch. So the couch is now where the dining room was supposed to be, but it is perfect. Initially, it kind of scared me because when I have something in my mind, I'm like super fixated on that being the only way it's going to be. And it's actually even better in here because we have so much more space. The dining room is going to be huge. Our dining room table is like nine feet long, maybe pretty long. So we can fit just about everybody we love at the table. That's our number one thing. We're so, so important. So, so excited about but it actually makes more sense in that room. And I think a fireplace in the dining room is going to be the coziest thing ever. So I'm not too upset about it. When we first started looking for a home, we both had two huge things in mind. And that was having a very modernized home. But we also, and especially me more than the two of us, I wanted something super historical. Now, when it comes to my demeanor, and my family and friend relationships, I know my concern was I lived with my family for so long, right? Like 23 years, a very long time to live with your family. And I had three sisters. We have four dogs, if I count rogue, four dogs. So the house was nuts. We had so many people there. I liked the chaos. I'm very accustomed to chaos. I kind of feel like it's natural when you grow up in a family with siblings and dogs and a, just a nice big family that holds a big piece of your heart. And I was really, really scared I would lose that. I think I was scared that I wouldn't have that to come home to anymore in a way. And yes, I don't come home to it. Living in a different house, you do not come home to that. But I think it has actually been the healthiest thing I've ever done for my relationships with my family. And why I say that is because when you live in the same roof, and this may just be my situation, I don't know about everybody else. Some people are really good about at six o'clock we eat dinner, but in my house, it was just, you know, you eat what you eat. Everyone's doing their own thing. We're going a million different directions and we see each other when we see each other. Now it's really, really nice because when I do see my family, I feel like we're very good about being intentional. I feel like I've seen my dad and my sisters and my mom so much more intentionally than I ever saw them at home. And actually like so much more than I ever saw them at home, period. Because when you work and you all have different lives and different obligations, it's really hard to intentionally cross paths. And it's Christmas, so we're lucky that we get to spend a lot of time together with it being Christmas time. But I do think our family is really, really good about getting together and spending intentional time together. So as much as I feared that, I don't think that's going to be an issue. And if anything, it's enhanced those relationships even more because we're having a lot more intentional conversation and time. Like I just said, I think that is a really big thing I didn't realize you don't get when you live together as much as you do when you make intentional time. And not saying like you can't get that under the same roof, but when there's six of you in a house, plus all the dogs, all the craziness, it's a little bit hard to sit down and be like, let's have a chat. So, oh guys, I'm so sorry. I'm drinking coffee right now. I told myself I was going to go to the gym tonight. I don't know if it's happening. I don't know. I haven't left the house one time today. 
And it has been the best decision I've ever made in my entire life. And the reason I say that is because the last week and a half, Nick and I have been running like crazy. Literally from the second we get up to the second we go to sleep, we're doing something, entertaining someone or having an obligation of some sort to attend. So I'm kind of just super relaxed today. And it's winter solstice, so it kind of makes sense that I stay home while it's super dark. And what time is it? It is 5.38. It's literally pitch black out, which is crazy. The days have been flying by. And when I say flying, I mean, I feel like I haven't even had a second to register what's going on. I still have buckets of clothes upstairs that haven't been hung. Majority have, but a lot of things just haven't gotten done. And around this time of year, that's really not my number one priority is putting away all my clothes. Granted, it needs to happen, but I'm more worried about spending time with the people I care about. And we have been doing just that. I still have no one's Christmas presents. I don't want to talk about it. I'm going to have to do it tomorrow. What even is today? Let me check. Hold on. The 21st of December. The 21st of December, you guys. And I don't have a single person's Christmas presents. I ordered Nick something in the mail. Uh, Don't even know if it's going to be here by Christmas. So that's just as good as gone. And I still have other Christmas presents to get many different people I care about. So I think tomorrow we're going to go Christmas shopping. But please do not ask me about the Christmas presents because I do not have any right now. I didn't mean to wait until the last minute to do any of this. I really should have done it the second I figured out we were moving in December 11th. But I kind of totally didn't think about the fact that I would have no time when it came to completely furnishing and moving into a house. It just didn't even cross my mind. I've never moved before. And I knew it would be a lot of work, but I don't think I really knew what I was getting myself into because I didn't even start packing until a day before we moved out. So it's been a wild ride over here. Many Christmas presents from the Great Abyss. I can't wait to meet you guys tomorrow, you Christmas presents. Can't wait to pick you out. I know that there are going to be some left for me. I hope. I really hope. I really don't want to be that person, but I am that person this year, and that's okay. I do want to let you know if you were like me and you don't have a single present for anybody, you are not the only one in the world. (laughs) You are not the only person in the podcast, listening to the podcast in the world that has not gotten a Christmas present by December 21st. I mean, you may be looking at me like I'm crazy, but I promise I'm not the only one. So tomorrow we're going to go do that. The house is really, really clean. I just need to put some stuff together, really. But as far as moving out, this process has been really awesome. I feel extremely, extremely grateful for the house, for the memories I'm going to make in this home. I'm really excited to put my own touch on it. Like I said, it's completely ready to go. Like I could just move everything in and be content, but the artist in me really wants to splash some color on these walls and have some fun. I've been all day today, guys. I've been on World Market, Anthropology, West Elm, Amazon, just finding a bunch of different pieces and literally making mood boards for every single room. I've been Photoshopping the pieces, where the pieces are going to go, where the plants are going to go, where the candlesticks are going, where the throw blankets are going, everything. I've been working on making every room perfect and inviting and warm and rich with color and life. And it's a really fun thing to do. I didn't ever do that. Guys, my childhood bedroom 
which I had changed it. It was pink when I was little. When I moved out, it was black and gray. And it had been black and gray probably for years, I want to say junior high. So I didn't even ever redo it. Like I had bought paint to redo this room, never redid it, never got around to it. My furniture pieces were the same as ever. I never had a headboard. I actually ended up breaking my like bed stand. So that's on the floor. That was literally on the floor and nothing really new with that. My desk was basically passed down to me. I never got to be creative with a space of my own until I opened Modern and did all of those fun things. I kind of had to get a little bit tasteful with design. But now that I have a home, it's a completely different atmosphere than a bedroom. I was even telling Nick, I was like, oh my gosh, it's so great because when I would have people over or just relax at my parents' house, I would do it a lot in my bedroom and not because I didn't want to spend time with everyone, but when you have six people in the house and a few TVs downstairs, typically they're all taken up. Someone's watching them or it's loud. (laughs) So I'd always relax in my bedroom. Now I literally have a living room and I'm like, I just heard my ice dispenser dispense ice and I thought someone was breaking in the back door. (laughs) Am I allowed to be an adult yet? Like, is this, is this allowed? I feel like I don't know what the hell is going on at the time. I literally thought someone put their key in the door and was coming in. This is not okay. Earlier today, I was over in the foyer designing the space. And I look at Nick and I'm like, I hear footsteps upstairs. I swear I hear footsteps upstairs. Like, am I losing my mind? I'm hearing something upstairs. And then not even 10 minutes later, he's like, whatever. It's an old house. Like, it's probably just creaking. And whatever. That's fine. If somebody comes and gets us, I hope he gets you first. Right? Whatever. I let him do his thing. So then – we're going upstairs. He's going first, not for any particular reason. He just needed to go get ready for work. I had forgotten about the footsteps, completely wiped my mind. I had too much other stuff to think about. And he's like, oh my gosh, babe, this window is wide open. And I'm like, I told you there's somebody in this house. Like there are footsteps upstairs. I'm not crazy. I knew this was happening. And He goes, fixes the window. I'm like, you're going to check the attic. (laughs) I literally walk up these stairs as he's coming back down from the attic. Like, I'm like, I'm staying in the clear. Like, I love you, but this is what you signed up for. You have to protect me. So he's coming down the stairs. And guess what he has in his hand? A giant hammer. I said, what are you going to do with that? Like, are you kidding me? He got his little hammer out of his toolbox and walked to the attic. Now, if somebody was in there, that was a very smart move. But it was just hilarious to see him walk down from the attic with a hammer in his hand. I don't know why. It just cracked me up after he had acted like I was dramatic for hearing something in the house. And then he's, like, a little scared to go look. So, anyway, moving in has been great. Life's been wonderful. There are some moments that I'm a little bit nervous about walking up the steps and down the stairs and all that jazz. But we do have a basement, we have a main level, we have an upper level, and then we actually have a walk-up attic. So that's why I thought somebody literally could have walked up there and hid. I don't know why they would, but when you listen to Crime Junkie by yourself on repeat 24-7, which by the way, I did that after he left for work, after this entire ordeal happened, like I'm a freaking psychopath. When you do these things, it makes you a little, makes you a little crazy. 
So hear me out. I, I'm not that crazy, but it's not like we only have one floor. And even then that's scary because then you have a long hallway to walk down and whatnot. But I was a little nervous that somebody was on a level and I was unaware of it, especially when you're in a house by yourself. Typically, when I was at my parents' house, there's somebody on each floor. There's somebody in the basement, somebody in the main level, somebody in the upstairs, almost always. So if something was happening, I probably wasn't going to be the first to find out. Now being homeowner and being a crime junkie fanatic, every noise makes you turn your neck. And you're like, what is that? Just like the ice machine. We love when the ice machine dispenses ice at unruly times during a podcast. So I sound crazy. I'm fine. I really am fine. I'm doing great. I love the home. Everything's wonderful. One of my favorite things actually is that my dogs can come over and hang out and they have a big yard to run and play in. We're turning our garage. So we have a double car garage in the back of the house. So because we live in like a historical district, we have a double car garage in the back of the house. So after our long yard, we have a deck and a big yard and totally fenced in yard and you can't see in or out, which is super nice. So you have a lot of privacy. Um, We have a double car garage. So one side of that double car garage is going to be a gym. The other side is going to be the garage. And then we have a huge gravel area for parking. So it's kind of nice. Like we have a lot of street parking. It's not like we live in a humongous city, but it's extra additional parking. So if I didn't want to park in the front of the house, I don't have to. But I will say I am not the biggest fan of a single car garage because I cannot park in it. I don't want to scratch my car. And I have very bad perception of like where I'm at. Now, if I need to park parallel parking, sign me up. I got you. I'm getting really good at that. But when it comes to parking in a single car garage, I don't know what it is. Scares the crap out of me. So I don't know that I'll ever be my gig. I guess I'll just remote start my car for the rest of my days. I really, really, really wanted to live in an older home that had been completely redone. So I like new homes. They're gorgeous. They're awesome. But I did want something that felt like it had a lot of character that you just don't usually get in those newer homes. So what we really sought out to do was find a home that held a ton, a ton of character original to that build of the home and it be modern. And initially we thought we're going to have to find an old home and we're going to fix it up until Nick sent me this house and it was perfect. So literally probably three windows in every single room of the house. It's unbelievable. And when he sent me this house, I thought, oh my gosh, this is going to be perfect. I tried not to get my hopes up too high because we had already been looking and everything. And, you know, the market's going like crazy right now. So we totally didn't think, you know, we, we totally wanted to be excited, but at the same time, we didn't want to get too excited and get our hopes crushed so we come and we see the home and within 10 minutes we know it's perfect we're like this is our house this is awesome nick loves the modern sleek look very light airy vibes and i do too i've actually always dreamed of having a very nice light white home with a wrapper on front porch a huge yard and deck and then something historical so something that's very architecturally tasteful Preferably, in my opinion, I like things that have a little bit of 
spice to them and a little bit of life to them in different ways. So this home definitely gave us that and it gave us a lot of room to grow and a lot of room to work with. We have many bedrooms in the home, so it's perfect for having people over and stay the night. We've had some family already stay with us and it's really, really nice to have the room to do that. But also seeing the house and seeing the potential that it can have and the things that we want to do with it, it's really, really nice because I feel like it gives us a lot of potential with the home and the home is already completely like you do not have to do anything to this house at all like it's ready to go you just bring in your furniture bring in your pieces and decorate it up but I do think they kept the paint color pretty consistent in the house which was a, a very smart move for people that really like light and airy houses this house is that light and airy look perfect beautiful bright and there's so many windows, so the light just constantly bounces. Extremely, extremely open in the house. So what I want to do is I want to break it up a little bit. I love moody. I love warm. I love earthy. I love all those things. So tossing those up and kind of like spitting them out in my house is what I kind of want to do. And just to kind of create different dimensions, different rooms. I want each room to feel really, really rich. I want it to feel like its own piece of the pie. So that way you're not like just flooding into one room and the other and they all kind of look the same. I do want them to be different but they will maintain pieces from different rooms. This is so much fun for me because I am very into fashion, obviously owning a bridal shop, but I didn't realize how much I loved design and it's very, very fun. There are some pieces right now that I'm like, this is just not doing it for me. What are we going to do here to make it a little bit more of what we're looking for? And it's really, really fun to see because even just having throw pillows in a space that are completely different than the other throw pillows that you could have chosen can completely change your room. So this has been a really fun process. And thank God for Amazon and Home Depot, all these websites that on Home Depot, I can actually just take a photo of the wall and I can paint it, like just click on the wall and it'll paint it. So I know what colors I'm going with for the house. Made my life so much easier. Amazon, any of the pieces. And most of our pieces from the house, we're looking at anthropology and we've ordered most everything from West Elm already. So depending upon where you search, depending upon where you buy, a lot of websites now let you take a photo of your space or literally take your camera and you can just walk around and set a piece in your space so you can see what's going to look like before you purchase it, which is life-changing. If you are moving out, if you have a house, try this. It is everything. Because some pieces I like online and I'll see them in person and I'm like, Okay, that is not what I anticipated, but this kind of helps give us more of an updated, realistic look at a piece of furniture without having to go through the hustle and bustle of putting it together and bringing it, shipping it, returning it. Just check it out online and it's going to be the make or break. It's so much easier than building it and deciding you don't like it and having to undo it. So that's a really, really, really good way to check out pieces and see what works best for your space. The other night, we had every single cheese imaginable, baked, brie, with cranberry and almonds and pimento cheese and queso and gouda and all these wonderful things. I'm currently eating, let me read the label, gouda pimento cheese smoked, may I add. Oh, guys, it's so good. It's so good. If you ever have a party, I do not care what we're celebrating. We can celebrate that the sun came up. Let's go. You bring the cheese board. I'll bring the party. Okay? Deal. No questions asked. I'm there. 
All right, I'm there. I'm coming. I'm attending. Cheese party is my kind of party. All right, I just wanted to add that in. <laughs> this isn't sponsored by any cheeses, but you know, just want to let you know that you always have a friend in me if you have cheese at the table. Amen. All in all, this process has been so much fun. I actually kind of want to keep you guys in the loop with what I'm doing to the house. Maybe I'll start like an Instagram story before and after thing. I don't really know. I'll see. Sometimes I don't like sharing every part of my life, but it's just like a lot of pressure. Sometimes I have just so much to do that I'm like, uh, maybe I won't. But I think I will share these things with you, and especially with the podcast. I'll definitely update you guys with when and what I'm doing and working on at the time. The living room and the kitchen. Kitchen's, like, completely done. The only thing I want to add in that space is a coffee cart and just a little cute area for the coffee. Right now, the coffee is on the counter, which is completely fine. We've got a lot of floating shelves and stuff like that. Oh, my gosh, guys, too. When we first saw this house... So long story short, when we first saw the house, there was a pot filler right above the stove. And at the time, I had no idea what a pot filler was. So I was like, what, what is this? And apparently, and I've done it many times, but they had told me that it fills up your pots at the stove so you don't have to go to the sink. And I'm like, heck to the yes, because I don't have to go to the sink to fill up my pot. Hell yeah, baby, let's go. So that was a very enlightening thing to learn. Love it. It's actually great. I didn't even know those existed. So I was super excited. So little fun things like that are in the kitchen that kind of fancy up the wall. Like the pot filler fills that space, makes it nice. And then we have like the overhead. Um, what is that called? Vent. There you go. See, listen, I'm learning new things every day. Floating shelves and then a humongous original pantry to the kitchen, which is awesome. I looked at pictures of this home prior to it being completely renovated. And it is insane what you home flippers can do to houses. You completely change the concept and the environment of a home by flipping it. It is unbelievable. I have always kind of wanted to flip a house just for fun. Nick and I have dabbled with the idea of having different properties to rent out or flipping homes and selling them just for fun if we ever get bored one day. <laughs> but I think it's just so cool because you could really go in with any concept or idea and just make a home really, really awesome, especially when you're really into historical houses or houses that – have potentially been foreclosed. You can typically get a really good deal on a house that's really awesome. It just needs some love and care and you can make it brand new and beautiful. And that's one thing I've always been a fan of is I love historical concepts. I love historical architecture. I love new houses too. I love all different kinds of homes, but there was something about me like growing up and especially the last few years I have really wanted my first house to be an old home that was completely re renovated. I don't know what it was. I wanted to live in walking distance of a downtown scene and we get to do that and it's going to be great because we we're really close to the bike path or really close to downtown. We can go walk to the coffee shop. We can walk to dinner. It's like the perfect mix of exactly what we want at this stage in our lives. So all in all, we're really freaking pumped and we're really, really happy here. I feel like life's been really, really good. Now it's the fun part where Olivia gets to transform into Joanna Gaines. But 
Joanna Gaines on steroids and decorate this home like I've never decorated a home before. You guys, it is amazing how much decor a home needs. Like we get these big pieces in here and then we're like, uh, that wall looks a little empty. What are we going to put there? And then you look up a sconce for like $8,999 and you're like, that one. I really want that one. It's always like the most random things. So we're really figuring out what we want to do with all this wall space, what we want to do with everything. But I'm kind of, like I said, mood boarding it, photoshopping it, figuring it all out. And I think I'm really liking the direction I'm going. So I will let you guys know how this renovation, not even renovation, how this whole move goes and how we make it ours, make it our own. I'm going to go sprawl out on this couch and love every second of it. I actually really might go get a workout in because I'm feeling like busting out some weights. So I'm going to do both. Now, what order I'm going to do them in, I'm not sure, but I'm going to go lift some weights and I'm going to sprawl out on the couch later, watch a movie. I took some pictures of my sister and her friend. They just graduated from college. I'm super excited for them. So shout out to them for being awesome. I know that they've put in a lot of hard work, so I have some pictures of them to edit. Other than that, I'm chilling for the night. And Christmas is in four short days. I've not got a single present, so maybe I'll start – maybe that's what I should start wish listing. Instead of wish listing all the things for my house, I'm going to wish that somebody would drop off all the presents to my doorstep. Amazon Prime, where are you at? Okay, guys, I'm going to wrap this up for the night. I'll see you guys next week on the podcast. I hope you guys have a Merry Christmas. I thought that's so British. I hope you guys have a Merry Christmas. <laughs> I hope you guys have a Merry Christmas. And I will talk to you before the new year. <laughs> Bye, guys.